for how many turns? Just one right away. 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 Just one right away. Just one right away. Hey, Steve, I don't know if you heard, but um, there's a TV show called Mad Men, and we could talk about it and record it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure, why not? It's a thing. It's a thing. I got nothing to do. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we both have nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, episode, sorry, season seven, episode six, The Strategy, um, which I think continues the, if you think of season, we'll call it 7A, which ends yeah next episode episode. if if you think about how the 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 way this show tends to work it tends to really build towards something and they get better as time goes on yeah um i find that with almost every season where i I think the first episode's like yeah it's okay and when i watched it originally it was like yay it's back watching it with a more critical eye i think okay whereas i get to the end of them and they're really good yeah well i mean that i mean that's the problem with early episodes is you have to kind of establish mm-hmm. things right especially on things that aren't built for streaming yeah exactly yeah. and it's like i said it's 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 like the the doctor who's when they have a new doctor mm-hmm. i hate the first five or six episodes of a new doctor because they're just establishing things it's like oh the doctor's different right you know it's, it's just that kind of thing it's like <laughs> yeah it's completely necessary all right yeah. and i get it yeah right but it's like okay yeah sure sure same thing it's it's, it, it's like watching um almost every new Star Trek series uh, yeah. for the first oftentimes season or two, they're yeah. still trying to figure out who these people are. Yeah. Uh, and you see that a lot. You see it in um, any, like I said, anything that's not built for streaming. Yeah. Uh, Cause you have to remember what happened last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so TV's actually changed quite a bit that way. I see a lot of people uh, on, you know, Reddit, for example, talking about say the West wing and saying things like, um, why are they telling us about the characters again? Because the show yeah. was on once a week and yeah. some people just pick the show up, you know, <laughs> that's just the way it works. Uh, yeah. So this is, like I said, this is a fun one. Uh, it's got one of my favorite shots at the very end uh, in the whole series. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. And, you know, we open up with uh, Peggy and Mathis. I like Mathis. I, I, Mathis I, is I, kind of. Yeah. Cool. He's just there. You know, he's happy to be Bye. having a job. He seems yep. to enjoy his job. <laughs> He's the happy. I'm. I'm just happy to be nominated, kind of yeah, guy. Exactly. That's that's who he is. That's exactly yeah. right. I'm just happy to be the Prince of Wales. I don't want to be king. Um, exactly. By the way, I saw a great thing today on Twitter, which I retweeted, which was just a picture of King, you know, Charles yeah. the Third, and it just says that feeling when your postdoc ends. Yeah, yeah, uh, I saw that. That was good. That made me yeah, laugh. It's, it's good. That's good, and it's not tasteless. It's it's just no, it's funny. So that's I've, good. I've been avoiding all that kind of stuff because yeah, you know, me too, mostly. Because it's my weird, poli- my politics and stuff, and you know, yeah, so, and you it's know. I'm not a and big if you, monarchy if, guy. <laughs> and if you say anything anti-monarchist right now, people think you're being an asshole. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there you yeah, are. Yeah, okay. you, you're using the idea of being respectful as a way of uh, yeah. Im- imposing political, yeah, and stifling and stuff. So, oh, that's a thing. And I don't have the energy to. No, <laughs> with field service right now. <laughs> yeah, and I, and it's funny. I have like a, a a series of conflicting, nuanced opinions on things because well, I'm an adult and I have a brain. Yeah, and of course, you can't. This isn't a time for nuance. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you, and you know, I mean, the Queen Elizabeth was like such a 
part of our lives and now yeah, that's weird, gone. Right? So it's, it's just kind of weird that it's, it's like weird. suddenly said, it's not yeah. there anymore. It's I like, said yesterday wow. on Twitter, like I feel this weird sense of loss and I have no yeah. idea why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, I didn't know her. No. <laughs> I'm opposed to on the coins. It says DG, uh, you know, I used to say uh, what? Uh, yeah, gratia Regina, uh, which yeah. means from, by the grace of God, queen. Yeah. Um, now it'll say Rex, but I mean, there's a, I don't think there's a God. And I'm also pretty sure that if there was a God, he's not out there picking people to lead countries. But anyway, no, no, yeah, just, 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 <laughs> just, just look at, look at Charles as the first history. He, he believed that yeah. God would win him the English civil war. Yeah. And what happened? Charles got his head chopped not off. Not really. Like, mm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's hope Charles the third is better than the other two. Charles is, couldn't be worse. Um, <laughs> That's true. They were, they were, they were kind of douchey. Pretty bad. Yeah. But yeah, we got Mathis, uh, who uh, is just having fun, and they're asking questions of people, market research kind of questions in a parking yeah. lot, so it's not very sophisticated in a lot of respects. Uh, but they get to the point where it looks like the reason people go to Burger Chef is because it's around the corner. Yeah, because it's convenient. Because it's convenient, and like you've mentioned here in our doc, it's like, that's why you go to McDonald's, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why you go to McDonald's, because it's not the food's not great. I don't like no. McDonald's. Yeah. It's convenient. It's convenient. I like it fine, but it's like I can you cook know. way better food than this in less time, frankly. Like, I don't want to I don't want to cook. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go far. Oh, there's yeah. a McDonald's there's next a McDonald's. door. I'll, I'll I'll go get that. Yeah, let's go to McDonald's. I'll yeah. grab a Big Mac. Exactly. They do have uh, good coffee though. I have to I have to McDonald's, say that, that McDonald's has very good coffee. I think they have the best of the fast food coffees, I and think, I'm including I think, I think Tim Hortons in that. I, I don't like Tim Hortons at all, but I don't think their coffee is very good at all. As we both take sips of our coffee. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, you know, and that's fine. Uh, so Pete's, Pete's, Pete and Bonnie are coming. Uh, I guess that's East. Uh, I'm not a Bonnie supporter. <laughs> she's boring, I think. Yeah, I just, I, just find, I just find her boring. She's not a bad know. person or anything. She's just boring. No, just a boring, you know. I mean, you know, I, I get what they're doing with her and stuff like that. You know, there's, of course. A reason, there's a reason why we're not getting a lot of her. But it's just like, okay, she's she's a real estate agent, which is good. Sure. And she wants to sleep with Pete, which I find <laughs> which is, weird, but gross. okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, okay. if that's what you're into. If, if, if you know, if that's your kink, yeah. um, you know. Uh, <laughs> if sleeping with Pete Campbell is your kink. Uh, yes. So it's Peggy Olson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I loved seeing the old headphones they have on. Yeah. Because those those headphones were not elect, uh, electronic. They were, it was literally just pushing air into your ear it's yeah. like a stethoscope and they never sounded good no it's so much better now um and then of course pete has the gross line you know shopping all day and screwing all night oh yeah. dear god you can't even be now this is coming from somebody who has literally no idea how to do anything but that's <laughs> not even talking dirty properly <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Oh, and she wants to meet Tammy, which I guess makes a lot of sense. If she thinks this is a really serious relationship. Yeah, Pete, I think that's the problem. And Pete thinks this is a screwing all night relationship. Yeah. And there's a difference there. Um, I just find him odd. Uh, I, I, I guess he's out of sorts uh, with his new relationship and all that. And I think he still is, in a way, trying to be Don Draper. It's like, oh, Don's yeah. got a woman in Los Angeles. So do I. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um uh, and then they go for the mile high club, which I find disgusting and weird. And I never want to have sex in an airplane yeah. bathroom. I don't like going to the bathroom in an airplane bathroom. It's not even enough room. No, like, it's like, you... it's like, how do you do it? I don't know. You got to be like five foot four. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't get it. Um, uh, well, I suppose that I guess that means that Pete has a very small penis. Yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> I like then right after that, there's a very quick cut of Don cleaning up because now we know that Don's taking things somewhat seriously. So he's yeah. taking his stuff to work. You know, it's like it's like the first day of term. <laughs> he's he's bringing yeah. his stuff into work. Yeah, he's um, doing homework. Yeah, which is he's actually working at home. He's not just yeah. drinking rye and yeah. seething. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Joan going off to work too. It's nice to see Joan. Yeah. That was nice to see her. Um, and Don's at work, and Bonnie comes by, and because she now ostensibly, I mean, Pete says you know uh, that he knew that she'd be there because blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and that she wants, and Dawn says she wants to be shown off and all this, but I, I think actually she feels a little uncomfortable. It's like, I think I know, I met, sure. I met that Draper guy. Where's he? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you know, she's, she's there with Pete. She's in this weird relationship with Pete, mm-hmm. right? She, she's not from New York, right? No, that's so right. she's it, from LA. It, it, you know, she, this is a completely new kind of culture for her, you know, with a lot of people that she doesn't know, you know, uh, I'm sure it's the same with you, you know, when you first went, went to Quebec, for yeah. example, yeah. When, you know, when, when you were first dating Isabel is, yeah. is like, wow, this is, you know, this is just completely and totally weird. And um, I'll just oh, stand beside somebody Isabel. I know. Yeah, I'll there's somebody I know. Isabel until, until yeah. I, I met her brother-in-law once. He seems cool. Let's go talk yeah. to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I see him there. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, Bernard, so, come here. You speak yeah. some English, right? Um <laughs> And then we have them looking at the Burger Chef stuff. And I love how Harry's, sometimes Harry, Harry's so prescient about, you know, data and analytics and all this stuff. Harry knows all it would, if he was around today, he'd be all about Corsi. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's an idiot sometimes. Is this the billboard? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the tray liner, you moron. Um, Lou's not happy at all with Don being involved, uh, be, no. being there, because Pete wants him there, right? Yeah, Pete wants him there. Um, there's a weird... You know, remember Bert said back in season one, you never know how loyalty is going to be born. And yeah. he's really loyal to Don. He is. Um, and, and plus, he's not where he's in L.A. He's not part of what's going on. So, it, you know, it's it's not like he he it, there's also kind of an unawareness. Oh, yeah. I, you know, he as we would say today, he's out of the loop. Out of the loop. Um, so, you know, he he doesn't see necessarily the problem with this. Yeah. So. You know, and plus, you know, it's Don Draper. He knows he knows what Don's like. He knows so that he, Don could you know. actually, you know, nail this, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, Lou's not happy, of course, uh, because Lou's Lou's just getting elbowed out all the way along. Yeah. Um. So Lou's pretty threatened here, and they talk about you know um, that the idea is to give mothers permission to get fast food, which I just yeah. now again I again. get the time, and in fact, I imagine I imagine if you had an ad like that now that there would be some blowback, but um, this is not that different from basically every fast food ad I saw up until about 1980. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you know, one of the things that the show is good at is showing kind of the structural ism, whatever it is, sexism or racism. Yeah, it really is. And that's what this is. Like they just assume that the men are in charge, right? You know, they're they're not even thinking about it. No, it's just an assumption. It just is, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That, that the women get, Permission from men. Permission from men, even yeah. though the state of the world that's changing, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I I do a thing in class about the uh, Aretha Franklin's version of respect. Mm. There's an earlier version of respect mm-hmm. by Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, I'm a huge fan of Otis Redding. But don't get me wrong, but changing the gender, yeah, from a man to a woman, saying I won't respect in the late '60s is something it's, completely it's a, different. Yeah, 
Aretha right, Franklin you know, was a really she was she I mean, was we, a boss man we we t- we tend to I think we sometimes we tend to sort of remove the kind of the feminist aspects of Aretha Franklin yeah I think so too and just sort of think of her art 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 artis- artistic voice and things like that which is good which is fine she's all that she was great she was a strong feminist and that's what respect is about it's about it's pure feminism yeah and and it's beautiful because it's funny too because i I think if you asked a set of white people then a set of black men and black women they all have different ideas of what was so cool about aretha franklin exactly Uh, and those are all right things too like nobody be wrong but you can read um, and I think this happens in literature probably all the time, yeah. right? Everybody yeah. has a little bit of a different feel and they, they aren't necessarily sure. wrong. And and even in that song, sort of to link it to what, what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. in that version of the song, she says, I I, I am giving you my money. There, she's saying, you know, I'm working. I'm not, it's, I'm not just sort of sitting at home being pretty and that yeah. I'm actually working and contributing to this, this relationship. And so we're, we're getting this kind of, and of course, the show is doing this deliberately the, the kind of you know disconnect as we might say between <laughs> the way they think yeah and the way the world around them is changing yeah you know no that's perfectly put and well put for the considering of what happened yesterday in the uk yes. uh <laughs> um dawn likes the idea too like when peggy, peggy describes the ad and um like i said it's like every old fast food ad it's pretty good and dawn likes it too the look it on his face He's got this look like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. She's pretty good. She's pretty you know, good. I think. Has, I mean, quietly, what he would say to himself is, you know, I, I, I built that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it is, it is a great. I mean, gendered, obviously, with all those yeah. kind of, you know. But still, it's, it is a. It's great still good. Ad. Yeah. It's still a <laughs> it's, great pitch. Oh yeah, I, I can still say it's toasted is a great idea, but cigarette ads are a bad idea. Exactly. <laughs> then we see Jim Hobart. Uh, uh, in in uh, the steam room at the New York, New York Athletic Club. I don't like a yeah. steam room. Don't no. enjoy it. Don't enjoy well, it. I have asthma, so steam rooms <laughs> tend to it's, sort of it's a really bad idea for make, you. Make, make it a bad idea. It's like I, I I have problems breathing in steam rooms. It's more like a phlegm room for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's not McDonald's. It's run by morons. Is his idea, but Burger Chef. And it turns out he's actually right. Burger Chef yeah. crashes and burns. Yeah. Burger Chef going with the classic idea of if we're losing money, let's just open more stores. Yes. <laughs> Which didn't actually work out. No. Um, I'm going, <laughs> and Roger says, I'm going to get a massage to <laughs> relieve all this tension. <laughs> hey, we got a live one here, guys. Yeah. I mean, that's a homophobic joke. I get yeah. that. But I don't think that it's, I'm not grossed out by that homophobic joke because I think yeah. I'd make that joke. I, I might make that joke today. Yeah, and I don't think it would be. It wouldn't, at least in spirit, be gross gay joke. It'd be like this guy's yeah. coming on to me, you know. Well, I mean? yeah, because because the thing is, I think you know, is as homophobic as it is, the joke's not on homosexuals. No, it's on Jim because he knows Jim will be uncomfortable with that. I think that's right. Right. So yeah. what he, what he's actually doing is playing on Jim's homophobia. I, I agree with you. To in order in order to mock now now we may say that he shouldn't do that but yeah. that's what he's doing right he's using Jim's homophobia to make Jim uncomfortable yeah he didn't say are you some kind of and then you, yeah. you can fill that in yourself exactly uh, he he basically said to everybody else in the room hey this guy is coming on to me and yeah. ha 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 like which is yeah. homophobic but it's it, not it nasty I guess yeah. is maybe the way to put it I mean yeah yeah because the object is not queers it's no jim it's jim's fear thereof yeah Yeah. um 
<laughs> and then we cut to them sitting in Lou's office and Pete with the, I don't understand why Pete is so excited that he's drinking rum. I'm drinking rum. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it's an East Coast thing. Maybe he's not. Rum isn't really funny. No. <laughs> no I, yeah. I didn't I, get I, the joke. I, I think it's like, oh, here I am back drinking rum. Look at me. You know, yeah. whereas <laughs> out, out West, he would be drinking something else, I guess. Yeah, probably. That's probably that's know. that's probably what it is. Maybe rum wasn't a popular yeah, drink then. You know, you know certainly um, not. Certainly not on the West Coast. I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Um, and then they get the idea of Don should do the pitch yeah. because Don will win the business because he's oh because he's Don. Um, yeah. And then you know Pete says, "Here's the butt. It's completely your decision." No, it's not there, Pete. That's like a North Korean election. Yep. <laughs> and it, it's uh, this is one of those. It's this is really I find this that very difficult to watch, actually. Um, and she's you know, when he says that Dawn has authority and you have emotion and I love Peggy's comeback. I have authority and Dawn has emotion. Yes. And actually, in this case, she's completely right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, she's a she's basically not going to back down until it turns out Ted's on the on the on the speakerphone. <laughs> yeah. And then Ted's like, I'd do anything that possible to win the business. In other words, I'm not going to say it out loud, but put your dreams yeah. away, Peggy. <laughs> yeah. And then Pete with the ultimate backhanded compliment that he doesn't know is a backhanded compliment. You know, she's as good as any woman in this business. Yeah. Considering there may be three of them. It's <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's great. He could have said, you know, Peggy is as good as Mary Wells. If he said that everybody'd yeah. go, okay. And yeah. you could, say yeah is there implied sexism there sure but yeah. mary wells is a freaking superstar she's don draper yeah, no exactly. problem no and then lou's like i know women are great as long as they're not as good as men it's yeah it's really gross yeah it's gross you know it's uh, gross yeah. when lou supports it yes that's it's a there's a guy i used to work with that if i didn't know how to vote on a, on a matter um yeah uh, i would just figure it's oh he's voting that way it's probably wrong yeah i'll, I'll vote the yeah. other way uh yeah uh, then Bob Benson shows up with the Chevy guys and uh, Bob and Joan have developed. Actually, it looks like a really nice friendship. They're yeah. pleasant to each other. There's nothing yeah. weird or even vaguely sexual there. It's just no. they're friends. They're friends. It's one of those things, too, that I've had. I have woman friends and it's con not convincing people. I don't know how to put this. There's always that undercurrent of other people thinking, yeah. is there something going on there? It's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. because because people don't think that a man and a woman can be just friends. Yeah. Or or like uh, a straight guy and a gay guy, for example, yeah. can be friends because it's like, oh, what's yeah. going on there? No, yeah. that's my friend. <laughs> We're buddies. I didn't know he was gay. No, I'm not. It's like, yeah, exactly. No, I'm not gay. I'm not Look gay. Over here. Here's yeah. my wife and my children. You know? I'm really pretty straight. Thanks. But yeah. Eddie, whose name I just picked, is gay. And that's fine. I don't understand people. That's why I study animals. Um, I mean, one of my best friends is is Gary, my best man at my wedding. He was right. he, he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and great. Like, we're friends. It's like <laughs> there's no sexual attraction between us whatsoever because we're friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are weird. Um like, yeah, people are weird. Yeah, people are just weird. Again, that's why you study chickadee memory. Yep. Um <laughs> uh Pete breaks it to, uh, sorry, Peggy breaks the whole news to Don that he's going to be doing the pitch. Um, and he's Don's Don's surprised. Cause he's like, yeah. Oh, you know, um, and Don wants to uh, change the strategy. Maybe. Uh, yeah. 
mostly he's really happy to get the chance. The look you so rarely see when he's playing Don Draper rather than Dick Whitman, a smile, a real happy smile on his yeah. face. And when he's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, he's back. You know, so that felt kind of good, even though yeah. he's being, what do you think? Do you think he's being kind of a dick here saying, I was thinking of another idea. Like, is he doing that to be a jerk or does he actually just think, I think maybe there's a better idea. No, I think, I think he, he's thinking if I'm doing this, then I have to take ownership of it. Yeah. And yeah, I think so too. This, if I'm doing it, this is the way I'm doing it. Yeah. Right? The, the idea is you, if you're doing, if you want me to do it, it's because you want me to do it. Yeah. And so I'm going to do it. And that, if that means changing something, I, I will change something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, that's, that's, that's what I, I, too. I, I, I don't think he's being a jerk here. Uh, yeah. He might be being Don Draper. a little insens a little insensitive like, yeah, like you know what i mean fair. like like not realizing you know and again because i mean he knows that it's not peggy's decision yeah he does that's right right she she says it that way i've decided to do yes. this and they both know that they, they didn't and and so to him just kind of like a bull in a china shop is like the way he does it is perhaps a little insensitive because of that yeah that's fair um but he's not doing it on purpose yeah, I don't right. think so either. And, and often when we're insensitive, we're, we're not intending to be insensitive. We yeah. just, uh, just happen to be. This and was so just like, like regular insensitivity, yeah. <laughs> you know? You know instead of saying, yeah. look, is it okay if I do this? Yeah. Rather than, okay, well, let's do this then. It's like. Yeah, it's you know, somewhere you know between I mean? those two is what he's yeah. doing is the problem, yeah. right? You know, it's like it's like writing a paper with a co-author and, and, and you say, you know, maybe you should be first author. They say, okay, I'm yeah. thinking of a different way to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Fine, you write it then. Just keep my name on it. <laughs> um, but Don's more, more than anything just happy to get a chance um, and that's neat to see actually uh, hey Megan shows up we haven't seen yep. Megan in New York all season um, or maybe I'm not sure uh, and I like how the secretary doesn't even know Don's married yeah mm. now I'm of two minds about that one of them is what the show's intending which is yeah. Don doesn't even think about Megan the other one is that why would it come up because yeah, Don's I trying mean, to be a good boy and he doesn't yeah. get hammered at work on <laughs> except and, when he goes and to see she, the she may not have been there for a while. We we haven't seen yeah, this, this, I don't this think secretary it's... before. So it exactly. may it may be you know, like like the example I used in grad school, I was living with a woman mm -hmm. who was, you know, um also in the graduate program with me. And in another one, she didn't realize that we were cohabitating. That we were right. she knew we were roommates. Yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. We sleep in the same bed and everything. She said, I didn't know that. And yeah. she didn't like known us for like six, seven months. That's awesome. And, did, and didn't know that just, just because, you know, we didn't, A, we assumed everybody already knew, yeah. um, but B, we didn't make a big deal of it. It's, it's, it's that kind of thing, right? You right. know, so. Now, a buddy of mine, uh, Paul, a colleague of mine in my department has a story about when he was in grad school and um, he had met his woman he's now married to, his met his, so he was like going out with her and everything was great. And Paul had a dog and he was, had the dog out for a walk with just at a park in Kingston, uh, is it Queens? And a woman said, we should go, we should, uh, your dog's great. We should go for a walk sometime with together with our dogs. And Paul's like, great. And then a couple of days later, they go for a walk and <laughs> Paul didn't realize he was on a date. Oh, and he says, I'm just going to stop in here and go, we, we, come on, we'll go see my girlfriend. <laughs> and she's like, what? And Paul said they even came in and afterwards they kept walking and she never called him again. And Paul was like, why did that happen? And Paul's wife, 
today. Uh, Jackie said that was, you realize you were on a date, right? No, <laughs> I had no idea. I thought this was a friend who wanted to go walking with a dog. Cause we have the same kind of dog. Pretty funny story. What happens when you don't know the codes? That's right. <laughs> uh, Stan is especially happy to see Megan. I, I like how Stan's just become this great guy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, and I think uh, you said here this marriage is it will fail, and I think you're probably yeah. right. They're they're yeah, really yeah. growing apart. Yeah, in, in it, but it, in a different way, you know, they're just growing apart, right? Like she's out in L.A., she yeah. has her life. He's in New York, he has his life. Yeah. You know, this it's it's not it's not like you know. It, in the same way that he he and Betty's marriage broke up. No. This is just, they're doing two different things. They're going to come to a point where they realize that they have completely separate lives. And yeah. it's and probably they live 7,000 kilometers from exactly. each other. Exactly. And it's probably just best Yep. yep. To, to split up. So, so I'm not. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't hold that a great deal of hope for the. I'm not. Dra- I, I don't know too. how it ends ends after this episode, but I, I I'm all I'm pretty convinced that this marriage does not last. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Jim and Roger talking about Commander cigarettes again. Um, mm-hmm. they're still going after that even with Don there, which is a thing in the background. So yeah. Uh, and as you note here, they don't want to appear weak. Uh, they want to, and, and they don't want to show that Don's a hindrance, right? Yep. And good point. Um. Then we get something sad here uh, yeah. about homophobia and and uh, just generally the way gay people are treated even today. Yeah. Uh, Bill from Chevy got caught in a sting. This used to happen where undercover yeah. police officers would show up where gay men were meeting for casual sex, basically, yep. uh, and they would arrest them. You know, it's, yeah. Sometimes you know, they wouldn't even do that. They would just find a gay bar and raid it. Just raid it. Stonewall. Yep. Um, yeah, because that was my my comment. Is like yeah. this is the same the the, the episode takes place in the same month that stonewall riots happen exactly um and bill seems to have pretty good gaydar because he knows bob's gay <laughs> like yeah who does he call he calls bob now yeah he doesn't call he knows now he does know bob so i get that but he's very open with saying yeah uh things and like how do you live in this city with all these temptations yeah uh and then you know bob's like i am not of your stripe yeah and then when he says the line about all these temptations and Bob Benson's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay. You know, I'm gay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gay. yeah. Keep it quiet. But it's really, this is really shitty. And it, um, it yeah. reminds you of something. Cause we don't see a lot of it about uh, queer people generally in the show. We know they exist. We've seen them, but yeah. we don't see the other end of it. The nasty yeah. part of it, not just the, the making fun of people and the yeah. bad, the mean names and stuff. And, you know, Dawn firing Sal, yeah. What we have here is the gross thing that law enforcement was doing, that society was doing to yeah, gay people. You know, and, that, and that's the thing is like people who are homophobic um, will sort of sanitize oh, yeah. the, the past. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with being anti-gay. I'm just expressing an opinion. No, 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 no. <laughs> what you're doing is you're supporting people being beaten. Beaten and perhaps right? killed. You know, think of Matthew Shepard. Yeah, right, you know, that's even, perfect. And yeah. even the even the way it's framed is homophobic because people always say, "Well, Matthew Shepard was killed because he was gay." Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. He wasn't killed because, killed because he, was he was gay. He was killed because his the killers are homophobic. Yeah, right. So even just saying, "Well, he he, he was murdered because he was homosexual," is blaming the victim. It's blaming that's him. Exactly. There's something about him. Yeah. That even even people who are trying to be positive, you yes. know, and, and and queer positive are saying, you know, he was killed because he's gay. No, he wasn't. He was killed no. because because his murders were homophobic. Exactly, were homophobic pieces of shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
George, George Floyd was killed because that Chauvin guy kneeled on his neck. Exactly. Because he was a racist. Exactly. Uh, know, yeah. And, it's, you know. and it's funny because it's one of these things you have to sort of sometimes check yourself and go, Oh shit, I just said that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's not what I meant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and, and, and I think one of the thing reasons why this show perhaps takes a little bit longer to yeah. deal with this is because in actual, in, in history, it, it was a little bit longer for gays to start the gay rights movement because yeah. it really starts with Stonewall. It starts right? in, that in, same in, month. Yeah, in exactly. Six, in 69. Right. Yep. You know, whereas the civil rights movement is going on. I mean, depending on how you define the civil rights movement, at least from the 1950s. That's right. I mean, if you go back to abolitionists and stuff like that, you know, you could argue that it's been longer. But sort of what we think of as kind of the civil rights movement starts in the 50s. Yep. So by 69, you've got 15 to 20 years of activists doing their thing. Yeah. And it's, it's in the it, it's in the ether like people yeah, know it exists. Exactly. Gay rights isn't a thing. It starts to become a thing. Right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, right around this year and Stonewall is a huge important yeah, Stonewall, thing. Stonewall that, is the it's in some ways some people even 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 queers have said this is this is where the gay rights movement yeah begins. and why do you think prides when it is exactly yeah uh the sort of undertone of this is that they're losing the xp because it was a test run but they did well and they're probably yep. getting another car and bob is going to go be poached by buick which is a big job yeah you know um peggy's pretty unsettled by Don's idea of looking at it from the kid's perspective because it's probably a better idea. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's what bothers her. Yeah, it it, it does. And and to be fair to her, she's not like Lou. No. Like Lou would say, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. This is, this is what we've decided. This is what we're going with, but her, it's, it it shows that she like kind of cares about the artistic part of it. Yeah. The the art matters to her. And she's like, She's like, no, 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 we're not doing it. We're doing it this way, doing it this way. And it's like, oh, fuck, Dawn's right. Well, you know, remember she said earlier this season, you're all a bunch of hacks who are satisfied with shit. Yeah. You know, and she's not one. So it's like, no, I want to do this properly. Oh, man. And and of course, it's annoying because, you know, the whole sort of situation with Dawn and stuff like that. It's like, like, I don't want him to be right, but he is. But he's right. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, then Pete shows up and drops the Barbie off uh, to drop the Barbie off for, for, for Tammy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, looking nice. like a. That is one <laughs> but ugly jacket. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the fashions we think of as the gross seventies things started in the 1960s. Exactly. I mean, and it, Pete that had money. Ugly. He would buy what was supposedly, and that was fashionable by the way. Yeah. I, oh, it was. There that are was pictures the of my father it. wearing sport jackets like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. at that very time. And he's like 28 years old dressed like that. And I think, Ooh, dad. I, I have a picture of me when I was about five or six. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Okay. Now, my only defense is that I didn't, I didn't choose my clothes. That's right. I have a <laughs> pair of pants yeah. that almost identically match <laughs> the pattern of on the sofa, that the couch that I'm sitting on. Oh, that's amazing. They're very close. And it's like, and you know, and my mother's only defense, because she bought the clothes for me, uh, was, well, that was this fashion at the time. It was the style at the time. Then I which, tried which is true. To which is true. But, oh, no, that's but, the thing. But when you look at it, you know. I look back to old pictures, old school pictures, and the things my mom dressed me in. Yeah. And I, again, it I was know. very fashionable. But it I was. Yeah. There's one yeah. that I used to have this shirt that had a little orange kerchief. It's right. like I was dressed like, um, well, like Harry Crane. Yeah. Um, it's like, what the hell? Nice little cravat. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? I hated that thing 
Steve, yeah. I hated it. Um, yeah. I don't know. The, the, now, it's funny. We now see Don and Megan at home. It's nice, but you know it isn't. Like It looks like marital bliss. Yeah. Uh, Megan doesn't feel that way, though when he hugs her, she seems very pleased with it. Yeah. But you know it's play acting, right? Like, yeah. you, and yeah. I think the, the actors pull that off too, which is nice. Yeah. And and, um, and you you yeah. can you can even see in their language the way it's constructed that like like they're saying the things that they think the other would expect. Oh yeah. Because one of the things that and, and we we've mentioned it with with uh, Pete and Bonnie. Yep. This idea that women go shopping. Yeah. That kind of trope that women go shopping. Yep. Like he says that right. Not because he thinks she wants to go shopping, but he thinks that that's what he's supposed to say. That's right. Right. You know, and so there, <laughs> there's this. So it's weird because you have the actors yeah. playing characters yeah. who are acting. I know. I love what, right? you know, it's it that kind of a lot of skill levels. to do that. Yeah, yeah. it does. And, and I know Jessica Parry gets a lot of hate from a lot of people about her performances, but I think whenever she's alone with John Hamm, especially, I think yeah. she's really good. Yeah. But I think a lot of people didn't like her at the time because she wasn't Betty. Because people, yeah, get really... I mean, I mean that, that you know, and yeah. you know, that's I, again sort of what the characters are doing. People like that are doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they enough. don't they don't like Megan just because she's a second wife. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Which is also yeah. a nice thing. To, nice comment on the fact that she's on a was on a soap opera. <laughs> um, Peggy tries to get Stan to come in. Um, yeah, because she hey, thinks baby. Stan, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. hey baby I'm hey baby ready. yourself i think she yeah. says yeah because you know when he says when pete says you know uh when he, when pete comes in and says uh how are you and stan says i'm in new york and i'm in love so there's an there's an unseen woman yeah that stands with and that's baby i guess yeah uh, and uh it's 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 funny to, to see that because he's like no i don't go to work on sunday on saturday yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's done man don't worry about it yeah. Yeah, that's you know, good. and and I think and you know, and I think that's not him being lazy or anything. No, I think I think that's him being realistic because she says, I, you know, there, you know, there's a this is a better idea. He says, there's always a better idea, yeah. right? He realizes that you do what you can in the time you have, yeah, and be satisfied with that because there's always something better. I mean, it's the old saying, right? Perfect is the enemy of good. Exactly. Uh, and then I've used that line many times with honors students writing their honors thesis. And it's like, no, this is fine. Yeah. This is good. Well, I want it to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. So just stop. End yep. it in. It's fine. Yep. Um, <clears throat> oh, Trudy's out. I'm guessing yes. on a date. Um, yep. And then he, he calls Bonnie and says, well, Trudy's out. What am I going to do? And she's like... <laughs> He says, go to the play yourself. You want me to see O Calcutta by myself? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Tell me about O Calcutta, Steve. Um, well, it's it's a kind it, it's avant-garde. Yes. It was very, very controversial at the time because there was loads of nudity, both male and female. Mm -hmm. Because it was basically kind of a sketch show uh, by Kenneth Tynan, the the the, the English writer Kenneth Kenneth Tynan. Yep. Um, and it was basically just about sex. And different sex, you know, attitudes towards sex and things mm -hmm. like that. Yep. And so that's essentially what it was. It was like it was just a, a bunch of sketches uh, of you know people talking about sex and you know um, and being naked. And so it was, and it debuted in 1969 too. So yeah. this is this is this is when it, when it comes out. It comes out first on Off Broadway. So so it's not a Broadway show, obviously, yeah. um, but it's Off Broadway, and then, then it eventually goes back to London um, and becomes a huge hit in that. So it's a so it's seen as a kind of very erotic. Yeah. risque thing yeah. 
you know, and it, I find it kind of weird knowing that because, you know, Bonnie saying, you want me to go alone? It's almost like she's going to be titillated yeah. and get turned on yeah, and then come back and screw with Pete. S- screwing all night. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yep. you know, and so there's that, that, you know, and of course, you know, um, you yep. know, I'm, I'm screwing with Pete is like, just, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, there are men that I recognize, you know, are, are, are good looking and attractive and, and, right. and, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, if I were, I if would. I were gay, yeah, exactly. But, I've had that same feeling Pete. too. Yeah, not Pete, <laughs> not not Pete. Pete exactly. <laughs> uh, the name of the play. Do you know where where Calcutta comes from? Tell me. Ah, it's Calcutta, uh, uh, which mm-hmm. it means uh, "what an ass you have" yeah. in French. Uh, uh, well, it kind of means that. It's depends how you define the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically nice ass. Yeah. Is, is in essence. Um, it's not something, ladies and gentlemen, don't go to Quebec or France and say that out loud. No. You will, it's not nice, and you will be probably told you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, you will probably, somebody will look at you and turn around and go, va chier toi, that's in Quebec, which means go take a shit, you. Um, <laughs> so uh, Peggy calls Dawn, and she's calling, I love how she's calling from Lou's office. It's like, yeah. eh, screw it. He's not coming in because he's Lou. Yeah. He's busy working on Scout's Honor. Scout's so, Honor, yeah. So I'm going to go into his office and I'm going to drink his rum from his bar. I wonder, nobody probably notices because there's so much liquor that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and she says, you know, why are you undermining me? Yeah. And I think he realizes he's doing it, but I don't think, as we said before, he's trying to undermine her. He's he's not not undermining her confidence. No, no. He's trying to get his, his, his job back. Yes. You know, and so by doing that, he's undermining her, but he's not, he's not realizing it. Yeah. And like you said here in our document, she's, she uh, hasn't really seen the change in him because she, she, he's basically a really good Mathis for her. (laughs) Um, So he just, he just thinks, or she just thinks he's a, he's a threat. And he, I think is just going, I just want to get my job back and do a good job, you know? You know, and to be fair to her, she's in a situation where everybody thinks she's going to fail. Yeah. And Which so is, yeah. she's being she's being undermined by everybody. Everybody. So Society under, in general. It's, it's understandable for her that she might be a little bit paranoid. It's a completely understandable reaction. You know, yeah. Completely. Even though he's not trying to do it and he doesn't realize he's doing it. No. Because I mean, I think in some ways he thinks of her as a, this kind of very talented, confident woman. Oh yeah, I think that's what he thinks. Right? And I and, and he also sees her as the only person I think that he has any respect for in the business as a creative exactly. person is her. Exactly. And so he's just sort of doing his thing because she's okay. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. And then it's like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. but, it's one of those things. And I've had these situations where people have said to me, do you know what that think about if I just said that to you and I'm like, Oh, yeah. geez, you're yeah. right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah. It turns out Trudy was on a date yes. uh, and Pete uses the term necking, which I just, does yeah. anybody maybe people did still say that 1969 probably. i don't think so i don't know pete's pete I, is I, I say it occasionally but only ironically <laughs> exactly <laughs> yep but she was on a date and pete's there drinking her beer um yeah asserting his she, dominance yes but i love her line you've seen your daughter for the one for the for the year don't you have yeah. a plane to catch yeah that ladies and gentlemen call the ambulance i'd like to report a burn um yep. Third degree burns. Third degree burn. Uh, and I've written in our document, fuck off, Pete. Um, yeah. You were horrible. <laughs> yes. 
uh, you're not part of this family anymore. And that's just, yeah. that's something he always, and she even was, had the idea that, oh, we're not getting, we're not getting married. We're yeah. not getting divorced rather. We're just, yeah. you know, and then now she's like, no, you're, you're yeah. done, buddy. Uh, Pete's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Pete has reverted to even worse Pete than before. Even worse than season one, Pete. Yeah. It's, it's, it's remarkable. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob comes by Bob Benson to give Kevin an erector set. It's basically a Meccano set. I had a Meccano set when I was a kid. Bob gets it because American need engineers because yep. <laughs> space race. Yep. But Meccano sets are the best. Yeah. You can do so much, so many things. Yeah. And it was my dad's old Meccano set. That's the cool okay. thing. Cool. Yeah. And it was in an old suitcase. Yeah. And it was, I, I wish, I wish I knew what happened. I bet it's still in my sister's basement. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's great. And then of course, Gail always has to say something racist. Have you noticed this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gail, Gail, Gail is not a very uh, nice human being. Yeah. The Jews close everything on Saturday. Jesus. Yeah. Did you have to say that? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> there's a different, I don't know though. I yeah. think that I, I mean, Gail's being shown to be an old fashioned person. She raised Joan to be Joan. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like Gail a whole lot. No, me neither. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we got Megan getting stuff, the fondue pot. Now I understand that at first when I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Of course, Don's not making fondue by himself. Yeah. Okay. And then she's got other stuff. And then yeah. as I wrote in our document here, this is rather symbolic. And to quote Don Draper, it's, you know, it's, this is not, <laughs> this is actually quite literal, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, you know, she's got all this stuff and Don sees what's going on. Yeah. And then she does actually say, I want to see you where there's nothing, where nothing else is going on. I think they want to be together and they like the idea. I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. I think, you know, they're trying to hold on to something. They both know that it's slipping away and, you know, um, they don't want it to end. Yeah, but But I think they they both know it probably is. They know it probably is. You know, and we get a nice little callback because he's looking at a newspaper of JFK's assassination. I know, it's which is and so season three, which 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 lets lets us know that the world is a very different place. Yeah, Dawn's in a very different place now. But the same thing is happening to him. He's losing another marriage. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Pete comes to the hotel room. Um, and she says, she says to him that, you know, and they have a little bit of a argument, I guess you'd say yeah. disagreement maybe. And she says, I don't like you in New York. And then he says, then you don't like me. Um, now that he's being very honest there, I think, yeah. cause he's like, I'm not, as much as I love talking about how much I love LA, I'm actually from New York city and yeah. I like it here. Yep. And the number of times over the years, he's mentioned things like, I love Christmas in New York. I remember as a kid hearing the horses on the street, sure. like, Sure, because you've got that the kind of nostalgic evocation of yeah. New York, and so there's there's a lot of deep emotional ties sure. for him. Yeah, right. And you know? yeah, and the problem is that as uh, uh, Bonnie's boring and Pete's an asshole, yep. <laughs> so it's hard to care about this relationship. Yeah, you know, it's like if we could just stop this, that'd be great. Um, yeah. And she says you can't fuck your way out of this. Yeah, which, which is, is a like, great line. It's a it's really like, good um, line. Uh, he probably can't either. Um, yep. <laughs> Nor should him. he. Nor, Nor should he. Of course, of course he shouldn't. <laughs> of course he shouldn't. It's that's one of those things I think Don Draper could do in about season two. He yep. could screw his way out of pretty much anything. Yep. Um, <laughs> I love when Peggy says to Don, "Did you park your white horse outside?" <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then you know she's like, "You love this." Um, 
And then Don says, I just came back from watching I Am Curious Yellow, yeah. <laughs> which is a Swedish erotic film. Yep. Uh, of course, Megan would want to watch a dirty movie. <laughs> that was on City TV in Toronto when I was a kid. Really? And I know that because my parents, t- speaking of, we've talked about gay people. We've talked about the counterculture. My parents, two best friends in the early 1970s were two uh, gay hippies that ran an antique store in Toronto. Okay. Which... My parents were not gay hippies. Um, no. It was a strange, we lived in this very straight-laced part of Toronto, and then these guys would come come to our house that had hair down to their, you know, waists. Yeah. One guy wore a ponytail. Uh, <laughs> it's like people would, you'd see people looking out from their windows going, what the hell's going on over at Broadback's place? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, it, it just reminds me of it so much that, you know, um, people would see this and they, I remember hearing them talking about having watched the movie and I was thinking, yeah. what the hell is that? But then I, years later, I figured out what it was. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it myself, but I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. probably could find it somewhere. It's probably streaming. So it's probably on Netflix. Um, probably. <laughs> I love when she says to Don, you know, what would you do? And he says, well, whenever I'm really unsure about an idea, first I abuse the people who I help. <laughs> uh, and then I take a nap. <laughs> yeah and he's he would never say anything like that to anybody no, else no there's nobody else he'd, he'd say yeah. oh i know i'm an asshole like or he'd yeah. never say i'm actually kind of lazy and then i work really hard like that's yeah. basically what he's saying and i'll blame everybody else for my problems yep admitting that's a pretty big that's not dawn seasons one to no, and I, and I think that shows the, you know, for us shows the difference. Yep. Like he's being completely honest. Yes, he is. She thinks he's being deceitful, right? She thinks he's like playing the game when when he's not. He's actually no. just telling her what you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think this scene is important because I think I think at the end of that scene she kind of realizes what's going on. It's like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I've gotten maybe I have it wrong. Yeah, maybe there is something else we can work yeah. on because if if he's actually you know telling me his quote process. <laughs> which yeah. I know because I was his secretary and I've seen him get hammered, yell at people and have a nap yeah. and then go, it's toasted. Uh, yep. So this That's what the money's for. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene we have Bob basically proposing marriage to, you know, sham marriage, obviously yeah. to um, Joan because he's going to Detroit and uh, going to Buick and all this stuff. And it's really sad. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, because I mean, again, this goes back to the scene with with Bill when you know Bill says, you know, because he's he's married, mm-hmm. and he says, "My wife understands." And it's like, what a terrible situation for everybody. Just, yeah, nobody right? can be happy with this. Like for his wife. Yeah. Right. You know, she may. You know, she's in this loveless relationship because yeah. her her husband's gay. Yeah. Um, she's in the marriage for whatever reasons, but yeah. she's. I mean, I can I can guarantee she's not happy. Yeah. he's not happy is this yeah you're right this is it's this sham marriage and 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 why why is it because they're living in a homophobic society which won't allow him to be out and it's not even just the homophobic part it's also the fact that he has to have a wife yeah to make to, to be an executive at buick exactly and it's like wow it's like <laughs> You know, it really knocks you. That really knocks me over. I mean, yeah. it's funny because like, you know, I've interviewed job candidates because that's what we do. And, yeah. you know, we're given a whole long list of things from like legal saying, here's the yeah. questions you can't ask. Here's one. 
are you married? Here's another one. Do you have kids? Here's another yeah. one. What's your sexual orientation? Those aren't things you ask. No. no. Um, and in fact, it wouldn't even occur to me to ask those things typically. No, right? me neither. It's like, why, why would I care? Can you do the job? Cool. Yep. Um, it's, Can you do it's, the job? Are you an asshole? Yeah. Those are really. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's, <laughs> you got the I job. Tick, I tick those two boxes. I, I submit my recommendation to the dean's office. <laughs> Um, you'd love Detroit. We could buy a mansion, which by about 1999 will be uh, Hulk yeah. and no one will live there. Um, and maybe burnt out. Yeah. Uh, and of course, now Joan knows about Chevy. Yes. Uh, I love when, you know, she says she wants love and that he should yeah. have love too. And that's yeah. good on you, Joan. Yeah. I, I like, I like the way she sort of says at the beginning, he's, he's playing with the lighter. Yeah. And she says, little boys love playing with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yep. Um, I, I see great a lot in this episode, but I just love Peggy and Dawn's interaction in this scene. Um, yeah. and then I love when Peggy says TV ad families don't even exist and she's right. I mean, yeah. they do, but the world is so much less homogeneous than advertising at the time thought, but it's also so much less homogeneous. It always was less homogeneous, yeah. but what was portrayed was always the homogeneous white people. Yeah. We just, we just didn't talk about it. No. Exactly. And now people right. are realizing it. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, that's like, like the, the, it, the debates we're having about transgender people. It's like, yeah. there've always been transgender always people, <laughs> you know, since, since the beginning of time. Yeah, that's right. We just didn't talk about it. Yeah. We didn't have the language to talk about it. We didn't want to talk about didn't it. Didn't want to have know, the language either. Yeah, you know, exactly. We didn't want to have the language, right. You know, you know, and, and so it, you know, all these debates that we're having, these 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 things are not new. No, we pretend that they're new. We think they're new. Yeah, but they're not. No, There's they're not. always been transgender people. There's always been queer people. There's yeah. always been you know that we we talk about you know the the you know the you know how the different sexualities they've always existed. Yeah, it's just that we've imposed a kind of white homo uh, heteronormative yeah. view of the family. Yep. Yeah on it right i mean mm -hmm. the the one of the biggest sort of tv fathers was gay yeah. robert reed yeah right you know he's yeah. seen as kind. mike brady is seen as kind of the, the 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 ultimate of the sort of 70s straight white father yeah. you know he's played by by a gay man you know and, and it's like yeah and and i wasn't also one of the darren's on bewitched gay yes the uh, darren uh dick sergeant the dick second, sergeant the, the yeah. second the second one the second one not dick york but dick sergeant not dick york dick, Sar dick now sergeant dick york i have no yeah. idea no. uh See, I can make Sergeant York references that you yep. get. Very few people get those references. That's good. I can also point out that Sergeant York, even though it's about the First World War, is actually a Second World War propaganda film. Yep. <laughs> trying to get trying to get Americans to support the Second World War by look, thinking back to a First World War hero. It's not as good as the Frank Capra Why We Fight movies, but still. No. It's pretty no. good. Um, I just do love it so much. And, you know, she says, you know, uh, and she's listing all the things about a real family. Well, Jimmy's going off to yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, um, are, and she says, are there people who eat dinner and smile at each other? You know, which is yeah. really a sad thing. Cause that means she's not experiencing it. We've seen her, her family life. Yeah. Because we can see the way that sort of the, the political and social ideology has sort of, uh, sort of, she's internalized it Yep. because she, you know, she's looking at her life and she goes, what did I do wrong? 
Yeah. It's like you haven't done anything wrong. Yes. Right. You know, you, you, you know, it, you, that it's, it's like me, right. I know, I, you know, I have stepkids, but yeah. I never wanted to have children. Okay. And people were saying, well, are you going to have kids? No, I don't want kids. Yeah. Why not? Well, I just don't. I just, just don't. you know, I just don't want. It's probably best if people who like, don't want kids don't have kids. Exactly. Though, right? yeah. I'm, you know, and it's not that I wouldn't be a great father or anything like sure. that. It's just, I just don't want don't kids. Don't want kids. That's cool. But, you know, it's it's like in this world, that's her job. Yep. To get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Well, and season one, episode one. Exactly. She's told that by Joan, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And because she is not married with kids, yep. there must be something wrong with her. Yep. Exactly. When really, it's just the bullshit she's been taught. Yep. Right? Like, I think Peggy, as an ad person, is a much more interesting person than a mother Peggy, because she just becomes... A mother Peggy, right? You yeah. know, we've we've seen what we've seen what happens with Betty. Betty. <laughs> right? You know, uh, you know, and we've seen the difference between her and Francine, right? Yep. And how Francine has changed. That's right. You know, and, and so so you know, we think of the, you know, Peggy, here is Peggy. This is the irony of, of the situation and, and the way, you know, social attitudes can yep. really affect a person in, in a negative way. Here she is. I mean, obviously she has issues and struggles, but she's worked her way up to a very good position, a very yeah. well-paid position. Yeah, exactly. She's making in, the equivalent of like a, a 200 grand a year. In our exactly. Money. Yeah. In an industry that is very male dominated, Yeah. you know, yeah. and instead of being happy about that, she's going, oh, why can't I have kids and a, you know, yeah. and a husband? It's like, no. <laughs> and I love and then, when he, her, his response is, I worry about a lot of things. I don't worry about you. Yeah. And I, I realize getting validation from a guy shouldn't be what makes her happy. Right. But that's all that he, what else can he say? And he's yeah. right too. He, yeah. I don't think he does worry about her. No. You know? Um, and then, you know, he says, I never did anything and I don't have anyone. And that's Dawn saying that. And we know Dawn's married and she yeah. knows Dawn's married and Megan was just there or <laughs> is still there. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, I love the, 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 just the relationship is so different. This is not him yelling. That's what the money is for. No. This is not him throwing twenties at her when she wants to go to Paris. No, this is colleagues. Yep. And it's neat. Um, this and is then, quality. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Right. <laughs> it's really <laughs> a cool quality. Thing. It shouldn't be right? so exciting to watch people treat each other. I know. As equals. I know. <laughs> I know. Is, it should be, know? but it is, it really is. Um, and you know, she says, what did I do wrong? As you notice, as you noted, and of course, none of this is about the ads. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it, it comes to her what it should be. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're, she's crying. Dawn, if he wasn't Dawn, would cry because mm. he's like very moved as well. And then a song comes on that you don't like. No, uh, no, no. I hate. And it's Frank singing my way. And yeah. they were playing the hell out of this song at this time because it, oh, yeah. it yeah. was supposed to be his retirement song. Yeah. I've written the lyrics by Paul Anka, Canadian. Yep. Um, yep. It's actually a French song, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, the, yeah. the lyrics are as if a 13 year old found a thesaurus and wrote a song. Well, it is Paul Anka. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, terrible lyrically. It is. Uh, it's just, a ter- I just hate this. You know, I mean, he has two songs that I hate. Yep. You're having my baby. Oh, oh God. God. I've impregnated you. Oh, Therefore, the you're, you you have meaning. Um, and yeah. this one where, you know, it's just the, the idea of doing it my way is fine. I have no problems yeah. with the with the, the concept and the theory and the idea. 
but it's the execution. It's just the execution. It's like, <laughs> oh God, this is if because because actually, you know, I I listened to the lyrics yeah. not for the first time, but I really listened to the lyrics this time. And it's like, yeah, it's as bad as as I remember it. It's it's funny terrible. because it's it's him basically saying, "I'm awesome and you yeah. all suck." Yeah, and it's like, don't do that. And and Frank Sinatra didn't like the song either. No, that's the irony is he didn't want to do it. You know, and they said, no, no, no you, you know, do it. And it became a huge hit because, you yeah. know, you know, and everybody thought he was I, retiring. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I'm a, I'm a Sinatra fan. I like Sinatra. Yeah. But not, not this song. <laughs> and it, it, it's funny when you think about Paul Anka, my favorite thing is when he does the rocks. Have you heard his rock swings album when he's yes. sort of tongue in cheek doing swing yeah. versions of like things yeah. like smells like teen spirit? Yeah. It's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Entertain us. And I don't know what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and they dance and it's beautiful. And it, I've seen it a zillion times yep. and I cry every time. As much as I hate the song, the dancing part is great. It's really beautiful. It, and it is. They're, they're friends and there's yep. nothing. I love. And again, this should not be something that I am so happy to see. Yep. But seeing a male female relationship that isn't sexual at all is yep. really cool because it yep. doesn't happen a lot on this show. Yeah. And at this time, it didn't happen a lot. Uh, and then we see the flight back to Los Angeles, and uh, Bonnie and Megan are on the same flight, and Megan's Mom. in first class. Yep. <laughs> and Bonnie isn't. And I got a feeling that's the end of Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I, th I think they're, they're, they're both, both alone. Yeah. But the mood is different, right? I mean, Megan's sad, but she's going back to something she wants. Yeah. Right. She's going back to her life. Whereas with Bonnie, she's leaving something that she thought she was going to have. Yeah. She thought she was going to have, you know, that, that sort of typical get married. Pete would get divorced. Yeah. They would get married and all that kind of stuff. So for her, that journey back to LA is sad. Yeah. It, it, yeah whereas, exactly. Whereas with Megan, it's happy tinged with sadness right you like like you know because she's returning to something she wants she recognizes she's losing something so it's not you know it's not a joyful return but no but it, it's 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 not an ending it's a beginning for her yeah even though there is a sadness because her her marriage is probably going to break up yeah um where and, and bonnie, she either knows that consciously or or yeah. not but it's there for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, whereas with bonnie it's the end of something it's the Indeed. end of her relationship with pete yeah yeah, and you know more power to that because I don't want yeah, to see of Bonnie anymore. Of course, <laughs> uh, and then of course we've come to the next day, and we, or I guess it is the next day, and and, and uh, Jim says I'm proposing a New York Times article yep. uh, and making Harry Crane a partner. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody's really entirely pleased. Well, it's funny; most people are okay. Joan doesn't like the idea. Uh, yeah, because nobody really likes Harry Crane. <laughs> yeah. Because what's what's there to like, you know, and, and you know, it's this idea that that you know people always say the cream rises to the top. Well, no, this is not the Peter always principle. This is the Peter principle. Yep. Right. You know, Harry is right about certain things, but oh, yeah. you know, he's not partnership material. Exactly. Um, and uh, we have the ending. They're they're off to Burger Chef, and. Uh, I really enjoy, I think this is probably the nicest shot of the whole series, which is, is as it pans shot. back yeah. and they're sitting in a real restaurant, by the way, that still is a former burger chef. It's in yeah. somewhere in California or LA and it's all, it's still, a, it's a, it's a real burger joint. Just somebody yeah. bought an old building. Um, 
a burger chef, I think was all bought by Harvey Hardy's rather. Um, but, uh, you know, they're actually in this place and it must've been pretty easy to do. I have to just park some old cars and basically, cause it's summer dress people in shorts and shirts. So it's not like it's complicated that way. No. And they're, they're sitting there and they're just really pleased with everything. And when Don, my favorite part of it actually is when Don motions to Pete, like you got something on your face. Yeah. <laughs> that's the real fan. That's the family, right? Yep. We're better or worse. Um, Pete is kind of like Dawn and Peggy's kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And, and even when they sit like, like, like you would, you know, um, the kid sits on one side and the parents sit on the other side. Right. And, you know, and he totally stand like when he, he says, you know, that she should, uh, that Dawn should do it. And he's like, no, doing it her way. Yeah. Her ad. Yeah. You know, and that's, again, it's the, the, my way thing is in yeah. there again. And it's, it's, it's in the ether. Um, and then Peggy gives him the napkin, just like a mother would do to a fa- a child. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. And there's also a Nurse Hemingway reference. Oh, right, I forgot. What a is it? Clean, well lighted place. Oh, clean, well lighted place. A, which, which is a short story about an old man who who drinks brandy at, in a restaurant, and right. you never you know you, you you get two waiters who are talking talking about this guy, and there's been a suicide attempt. Like the the old man is attempted suicide, oh, so they're they're talking talking about him um and they close down so they 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 make the guy leave the younger waiter goes off to his his wife and his family and the older waiter is left thinking you know sometimes you just want to go to a clean well-lighted place yeah it's kind of like the the the, the idea of cheers you want to go where everybody knows everybody your knows your name it's it's that kind of thing that that he comes to this restaurant because he's deeply lonely right and even this kind of interaction with waiters gives him something to think about to to, you know um and so i I, so i and i again i think you can you can kind of transpose it to what's going on here too you know sometimes as a family you just want to go to a place and forget about all your problems just go out with your family have a good time don't worry about bickering or the money or all that kind of stuff you just want to go to a place where you can sit and be with other people yeah and and peggy says just sit here this is where i want to shoot the ad it's just people it's a simple thing breaking bread with each other and you know it reminds me of a time in fact when we had a basement flood about 20 odd years ago and i said let's go for dinner (laughs) yeah isabel was like what i said i don't want to make dinner let's 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 just go go. let's just go let's go to that all you can eat chinese place and eat 800 egg rolls yep it's like okay and we did and it actually helped you know yeah of course because you know i mean it's you know you you always need a place to sort of you know go to yeah right you know and and just and some and you know and sometimes and sometimes you know um as somebody who kind of deals with nostalgia and stuff like that sometimes you know you just want to watch an old show oh yeah right why why do we love going back and and watching the rockford files or barney miller is like because it takes us back to a time where our lives are less complicated there are times watching old tv shows and this is going to sound maybe ridiculous maybe not sound ridiculous to you but it will sound ridiculous i think to many of our listeners where i get choked up watching things yeah i am actually now watching an old episode of the rockford files yep i can see my childhood and I didn't yep. grow up in LA and my dad yep. wasn't a detective or a private yep. investigator. As you've told me, it's not a, he's yes. not a detective, not a private detective. He's a private investigator. Uh, and it really literally chokes me up and it's yep. really a strange thing. And I realized that it is just nostalgia yep. and nostalgia is silly, but it's especially, still... especially for people like you and I, who, who, whose fathers are dead. Yeah. 
right? We remember yeah. our dads, right? Yeah. We remember we remember sitting in front of the TV with our dads yeah. and watching it with them. So there's there's a connection with somebody who is literally not here anymore. God damn right. You know, and and I and I will be honest, I do it deliberately sometimes. Oh, so I will I, I will deliberately get yes, myself yes, into yes. that kind of nostalgic mode. Yeah. The only difference is now I might have a little bit of scotch or something with it when I wasn't I wasn't drinking as a kid. No. Um, but now now I might you know yeah. might might get a little scotch or whiskey and sort of just get a you know Rockford Files or Barney Miller and just yeah. get myself into that mode because it makes me feel better. Yeah. It makes me forget all my financial problems and yeah. kind of work related problems and i sit there and i remember you know i remember my dad i remember my mom and all you know my my mom's still alive but i remember you know (laughs) being there you know as a kid where you know it it, i mean obviously it wasn't but to me it just seems such like an easier time and i do that i do that on purpose you know as as a way of escaping you know exactly and i think a lot of people watch this show for that reason Course. you know and if you watch it for that even just for that reason that's cool before we pick a song i have a yes. suggestion and it's not going to be frank but before we do um what i miss um well i'll say three things but two of them are related okay so right. two and a half perhaps yeah two and a half um in the sense that two of them are about the same scene and steve just uh, saw on the screen literally as i'm wiping my eyes from having tears in my eyes anyway continue yep. Oh, that's there's nothing wrong with genuine emotion. No, that's real. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the expression of genuine emotion. Yep. Um, so first of all, I'll just go back to when Pete goes to see Tammy, just how shy she is, like because she doesn't know this guy, right? That's the thing, right? Right? I don't know who this guy is, and and you you want me to go with him, (laughs) like uh, you know, and she she literally hides behind Verna, the 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 housekeeper, whatever she is. My dad's mom used to describe when he when my dad first met his father yeah. after two and a half years of being at sea during the war and she, yeah. he was like i don't know who this i don't is. know who this guy is right I'm you know going you, there i'm gonna stand here especially at that age yeah right you know uh you know when you're when you're a young kid right you know there's a big difference between when you're two and say when you're five yep right you know like when you're 30 and 35 it's different but <laughs> when you're right. two and you're when you're five when you know it's like this strange man yeah in this ugly on? coat <laughs> is suddenly there <laughs> and yep. you you know, and saying, oh, hi, I'm your father. It's like, yeah. who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. You're not my father. father? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, um, and I go back to um, the when uh, the, the scene with Megan and Peggy. Mm-hmm. Right. There are two things. Oh, right. Yep. That's right. Right. One one is just a kind of me being that kind of nostalgic thing. Um, uh, who I think it was Megan or was it was it Peg, Peggy or Megan? Um, they, they went exciting and new and as soon as they said that in my head i went come aboard we've been expecting you i I completely went into the love boat theme there (laughs) when i I was just exciting and new and it's like come aboard it was automatic my uh, brother and i at at a wedding my uncle's wedding uh, we we actually they, we you know there's a thing they said uh, the, the bride and groom will kiss if you if you get up and sing a song about love. My brother and I just went up. Yeah. <laughs> we were both at, rather drunk and yeah. grabbed microphones like we weren't screwing around and we sang the love boat theme and uh, it was probably embarrassing for Isabel and yeah. TD Dan's wife, but I don't care. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, and the second one is when Peggy goes to Stan. I, I like Stan's response. Yep. Um, because she, she she says, "Well, didn't you ask how it went? Like yeah. the pitch." And, and, and his, and the reason I like it is because he assumed it went well. Yeah. Right. Like, again, it, he's showing faith in Peggy. Yes. Right. Peggy's good. It's a good idea. It may not, there may be a better idea, but as he said, there's always a better idea. Yeah. All right. It's a good idea. Peggy's good at it. 
And so when she says, well, what, you know, she's, she wants him to ask and he doesn't need, I don't think he feels he needs to. It's like, I know you did a good job. I know it went well, you know, and, and I kind of like that response from Stan because it, it shows that he know, he knows her, you know, and it shows, you know, the, 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 the level of their, their relationship in that they, you know, he knows it went well. He doesn't have to ask about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Here's what I'm thinking for a song. Okay. I'm thinking the number one song at this time from the week of the 19th of May to the week of the 23rd of June, which would have been my fourth birthday in 1969. The number one song was off the let it be album. And it's it called get back, get back. It's get back is a good song. Like get back's a great song. And when Billy like Preston that. comes in yeah, on the Billy keyboards, oh, uh, I just yeah. got goosebumps on my arm. Yep. Just thinking about it. Yep. What do you say about get back? I think get back is a perfect choice. Okay. Well, good. Then we'll, then we'll use that. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Not right now. Um, I just started school, so yeah. I've been concentrating on that. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I will plug that coming up on Tangential Convergence, tangentialconvergence.com podcast, uh, me and Ken Herndon will be talking to uh, Daniel Barabanov trying to pronounce his name properly, who's a recent Russian immigrant. Uh, he escaped from Russia and he's moved to Van... He's escaped Putin. He's moved to Vancouver. And we're going to talk about the death of Gorbachev. Okay, right. Yeah. And his, he, you know, because he's got a perspective that we don't have. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. And of course, other things. Uh, we'll probably have to talk about Queen Elizabeth at some point. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'll see you next week, Steve. All right. See you.
smoke. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves, and I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> okay, where's, where's my fucking mouse pointer? There it is. Okay. <laughs> I, should, I should leave that part in. Where's my fucking mouse pointer? Um, and... Peggy? Pizza House! 